All right, what's up, everyone? Jumbo, and welcome to the Happiest Happenings for the week of March 28th. Uh, I am Jarrett Fenema. I haven't been on here in a while for Happiest Happenings, at least, so I'm excited to be back. And I am joined here today by the one and only Nick Foster. What's up, bud? Welcome back, Jarrett. Dude, it's great to have you. It's been weeks. It's been weeks. I feel so bad, but I feel like I was like You've been all over the place. Yeah, it's been nuts. You've been but, busy. Uh, You've been busy winning password. It's okay. We understand. I've been dominating password. Okay, dominating password. That. <laughs> but that's another tale for another day. Um, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. So, but it is good to be back. Uh, we do have some fun stories for you. I know we had to list or miss last week um due to we just did a march madness episode with our big bracket challenge thing so we are back and we are going to discuss some of the main uh stories going on with the disney company a lot of it being uh the walt disney world resort uh so let's get into it nick foster what do you have for the listeners so i'll start off with some of the the most recent news which were the oscars they took place last night Disney did well. I feel like maybe they could have done a little bit better. Um, They were definitely nominated for a lot more. Um, But, you know, a solid year in Disney movies, but I don't think there was anything like show stopping last year. So, yeah, I think they got they kind of got what they put out. Um, But uh, first award that they won, I'm just going to do a quick overrun of the awards that were won by Disney specifically was uh, Ariana DeBose. She won an Academy Award for the Best Actress in Supporting Role for West Side Story. I've not seen West Side Story yet. I really want to watch it. I'm looking forward to watching it. I like enjoying musicals. Um, But yeah, so I don't have a whole lot to say about that because I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, me neither. And I actually really like musicals, but I don't I don't know why I haven't really gotten into that. And I saw that on Disney plus and I just kind of skipped through it. I don't know why, but I think yeah. one of these days I'll have to, to get into it. Cause I've heard really good things about the movie. So yeah, yeah, it looks really good. And so I'm excited to check it out. Um, another award that was won for best costume design. Um, and I, I'm going to butcher these names, but I think it was Jenny Beaven. Um, she won for Cruella, which I think is, totally on par i mean yeah cruella was insane some of the costumes that they had in that film i i I really enjoyed that movie Mm -hmm. and then finally the one that i was most pumped about uh best animated feature film went to encanto super pumped about it obviously everybody knows that i'm a huge encanto stan over here um so there were some really solid movies that were also nominated for that even specifically disney luca and Raya were both nominated as well. I really feel like it could have gone any direction, um, but I was excited about Encanto for sure. So that was my only question. I guess I didn't know. I'm actually looking at right now as far as the nominees go. Everybody, I, I know everybody loves Encanto, including you. Yeah, that's, that's we all know how you thing. feel about it, Jared. I don't <laughs> you hate would have it. sent it to Raya for sure. I know. I know. I know. Raya's my jam. <laughs> I would have gone Raya 100%. Even Luca, I think yeah. I put ahead of it. But yeah. I mean, this was, I think this was almost a lock. I didn't really see. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing I mean, surprising. They had two performances of songs from the Encanto soundtrack live last night, which one of the performances was We Don't Talk About Bruno. And I don't know if you saw it, but they didn't really stick to the actual song. They added a lot to it for specifically oh. the Oscars. Yeah. I was kind of 
I was personally a little bummed out by that. I was looking forward to actually like watching the full song get performed live. That's how they advertised it. Um, I don't know. That was a little bit of a bummer. Luke, my son really wanted to stay up and watch it last night. And I told him he couldn't, and I'm really glad that I didn't let him stay up for that moment. Oh, he would have been, been like, what is this dad? So I feel like a lot of people have that reaction as well, but all in all, um, kudos and props to Disney for the wins, but the Oscars definitely took an interesting turn. We won't get into that, Gosh, but I'm yeah. sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. Um, so we'll just kind of like leave that be. One thing that I did think was interesting, though, at the Oscars last night was they had the top five most popular Oscars cheer moments. And so I guess they released something on Twitter where you could go in and vote for what you thought was like one of the biggest moments that people cheered in theaters for. Um, And so my mind immediately went to Endgame. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that is like cinematic movie history like the i watched it opening night the entire theater went super crazy like i don't know that's where my brain immediately went to so they started like revealing the moments the fifth the top they said the top five fifth place went to the matrix fourth was from dream girls and then they revealed the third one and it's avengers endgame and so i was third? like yeah i was like where are we going with this like i, I have one what is it? so number two made sense to me and i do think that this should be number two and it was spider-man no way home when oh the i I feel like we're not spoiling anything at this point we could talk about this yeah if you haven't seen it you might want to skip this part but when all three spider-men are fighting together super epic again a moment in theaters when everybody was cheering i still think endgame is better than that moment um i feel like i don't know that you have so many movies that piled into that moment in endgame but Anyways, so then I'm like, what in the world is going to get first place here? And so it was Zack Snyder's Justice League when like Flash, I guess, becomes a part of the Justice League. I have never even seen Justice League. So like, yeah, I was like, who voted on this? Like, where did this come from? I feel like that happens a lot with me and the Oscars in general. But because this was a fan moment, I thought we might actually like, I don't know, be relevant to the common person. I didn't get that vibe at all. So anyways, thought that was interesting. Had some Marvel tied into it. And uh, I think that they definitely let a lot of people down with that. So I'm very confused with that, but I don't know. I, I just, I yeah. never would have guessed that. My thoughts were Spider-Man and Endgame. Just have like you seen Justice two. League? No. Yeah. But so even, like, but even that, I just, I didn't know it would have that much of a following where people would have gone nuts. I just like, don't think I think of like m- opening to night. Vote. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know a single Spider-Man. person that's like hardcore about Justice League. No. Endgame was one of it's one of the biggest movie moments and we didn't even get a single Star Wars movie in this. I don't know if they these are like The Matrix is not a new movie, so it's not like they were doing like more recent films or anything. Yeah. I don't know. Very interesting. So Yeah, I was maybe so, going to lean towards like rogue one when like darth vader like cgi darth vader like at the end but super epic i don't know that's crazy i don't know interesting cool um so yeah that's the oscars um and then a couple other things we do have a special holiday coming up easter is coming up i know um a lot of people celebrate easter and so disney does a lot of fun stuff around the parks for that um 
they have already released a lot of like springtime treats around the different resorts and, and in some of the parks. And um, they do like specifically release some treats for Easter. Um, Easter, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, is April 17th. Um, so you're going to see a lot more of that popping up. I've seen like Easter balloons on Main Street. Um, so a lot of fun stuff happening for Easter. Um, and specifically, Epcot will be starting their Easter scavenger hunt soon. Um, right now, they're doing a scavenger hunt for Flower and Garden Festival. But for a short period of time, they'll do an Easter egg hunt around World Showcase. We did it last year. It was a lot of fun. You get to pick like a little Easter egg after you're finished. I don't know if that'll be the same this year, but I'd imagine it's probably going to be pretty similar. Um, so just a fun opportunity to engage in a lot of the Easter activities. Also at Grand Floridian in the lobby, they have all of the decorated and painted Easter eggs. Um, some of you may have seen them like on TikTok, social media, Instagram. They look sick this year. Like some awesome. of the details. Yeah, I, I cannot wait to get there and check them out. Uh, I think we're actually going to go this Saturday. Um, nice. And I'm, I'm blown away by some of the details. Some of them look um, like A plus for effort, for sure. <laughs> There's a couple <laughs> of the ones that I saw that I was like, oh man, yeah, we tried. Um, but I, I, I'm blown away by some of the details. I don't, I'm not a person that has the patience to do anything like that. So yeah, kudos kudos to the Imagineers who put that together. But another thing that they did new this year is they set up like a shop, almost like um, the gingerbread house that they do for the holidays. But this time it has like Easter specific, like springtime treats. So That'd yeah, be cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited to go, excited to check all of that out. Easter is one of my favorite holidays. Mm. So I am particularly pumped to celebrate it at Disney. Love Finally it. at Epcot, um, you know, I love to talk about merchandise and if we can combine theming with merchandise, your boy is sold. I will wait hours to go into this wonderful new shop called the wonders of Xandar. So this is going to be a part of the opening of, uh, guardians of the galaxy, um, at Epcot. And it's correct me if I'm wrong on this Jared. from what I understand, it's going to be like the gift shop that you'll probably exit through as you get off of the attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course. That's the way but they do it, but pretty cool. They're sticking with like, when I was reading about this, I got a lot of like similar uh, galaxy's edge vibes where it feels like this specific area of the park, which is not a, a very large area of Epcot is going to be very themed. Um, it's going to be immersive. So the store is called wonders of Xandar. Um, and uh, they're going to have treasures of Xandar within the store. Um, I'm gonna read this straight from Zach Ridley, who's one of the Imagineers that seems to be pretty responsible for everything happening at Epcot. Um, he posted about it and he said, the store is operated by a broker, a proud um, Xandarian who's been awarded the contract and brought part of his famous store here to Epcot. So. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know if there's going to be like a, a cast member that's going to like be in the store always as the broker. That's going to be interesting to me. Um, I look forward to seeing what that looks like. Mm -hmm. um, but he's basically going to be selling treasures of Xandar to all of the guests 
And like his mission is to like bridge the gap between cultures. So I don't know. I, I like it. I, I love that they've put that much energy into like the backstory of a gift shop. Um, it feels like it's going to be pretty immersive um, and it doesn't take much to make Nick happy. And so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go in there super excited and probably spend more money than I need to. But yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you know, Nick's always ready to go with the merchandise and, if they have a spirit jersey, it's game over. I'm sure they will. I'm <laughs> sure they will. They always do. Um, there is a lot of potential, I think, with this shop. I mean, especially now that we're seeing places like Doc Ondar's and Galaxy's Edge and like all these really cool themed stores, um, especially with a movie like this and an attraction like this. I think they're really going to go again all out on this one. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm I feel excited. Like it's Disney's for it. opportunity to like, they, they obviously don't have the ability to do much Marvel because yeah. of Universal. And so I feel like it's Disney's opportunity to take something Marvel and really run with it at Walt Disney World, which is exciting. I think it's awesome. And I agree. Looking forward to it. Love it. Yeah. A lot of yeah, good stuff coming our way. There we go. Yeah. That's exciting merch. I'm Usually I'm not a big merch guy, but I'm actually excited for that one. So, so you're going to buy the spirit jersey with me. Is I'm, what out. You're I'm out. I'm out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if we do a giveaway for one or something, maybe I'll apply to try to get into it and win it myself, <laughs> but I ain't going to buy it. Oh, lame. You know, uh, I'll be camping. I should buy hour, a so. spirit jersey. I've never gotten one. Maybe. Everyone just can know that the day that that attraction opens, I will be there. Nick Lee absolutely will be there with me. He's like my opening day park buddy. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the happiest podcast crew, well, they're lame. So. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be ready to go. You can probably spot me waiting hours in line to get a spirit jersey. I'm sure we will get to a point with spirit jerseys where it'll be for like an attraction that I really care about. And that's when I'll probably like jump on it. You know, like you're waiting for a country bears spirit. That would be amazing. I feel like that, (laughs) that one I would a hundred percent get. Yeah. I would buy that for you probably. Yeah. I would definitely jump on that for sure. (laughs) But all right. So uh, very cool. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate you. Um, so let's hop into a, a few other things here. Again, most of this is going to be at Walt Disney World. We didn't really have too many things as far as like entertainment goes, other than the Oscars um, information that Nick was able to share. So let's get into this, uh, the things that I have. So one minor thing for those people that are looking or continuously stay at Saratoga Springs, uh, just keep in mind, they did just announce that from January to March of 2023, which I know is kind of a far ways away, but when it comes to Disney planning, um, you know, that's not that far. You're already booking for that sort of thing. Uh, but if you stay at Saratoga a lot, just keep in mind their pool called the High Rock Springs Pool is closing for those three months, which it's usually kind of cool out at that point anyways down here. But I know like my family, Michiganders, it's still warm when it's like 50 or 60 degrees. So they're still swimming and doing their thing. Um, So if you're looking to go swimming and staying at Saratoga Springs, just keep that in mind. Uh, But all the other pools there at the resort will stay open, which is great. It's just that main pool there will be closed um, for those three months. So just keep that in mind. Uh, More big news. minivan service is returning to the Walt Disney World Resort. So not much as far as information goes, as far as this, um, this news piece, but 
Uh, just know they have announced that this summer they will be back. Uh, pricing, all that stuff, I don't think has been announced for that. So we're still kind of awaiting on that. Uh, but just keep that in mind. If you use the minivan service or if you've ever planned on using it, um, again, it's kind of like a, you know, it's just a great way to to navigate, I guess, throughout the park. If you don't have a vehicle, um, you know, and you don't have the Skyliner or monorail right next to you, um, it is a paid service. You do have to pay for it. Um, kind of expensive. But uh, again, if, if you're looking to get somewhere kind of quick throughout the resort and not have to wait for buses or anything like that, minivan is a great option. Um, I know one have of the listeners before never have, never have, no, I've heard, I. Yeah. I, not many people did. I actually did a poll, um, asking people if they've ever used it or plan on ever using it. Yeah. And it was like 85% of people don't plan on using it. So oh, interesting. Um, from what I read, they sold a lot of their vehicles, um, but they do still have a lot of, they still, they had a bunch of them. So they still have uh, a chunk of them still. So, um, one of our listeners, and I'm there's sorry, like if, what many there's like many cars like all around the state of Florida by people who just like oh that'd be hilarious. <laughs> they don't like yeah that would be funny. <laughs> there's just a mass sale of them, so everybody's just yeah, rocking that's, minivans. That's very interesting. That would be hilarious. <laughs> um, no, we did have a listener, and I'm sorry, I, I forget who I was talking to, but. Uh, they made a good point, and this is probably the only time I would maybe consider doing minivan. And they said when they were eating at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and they had to get to Magic Kingdom because that yeah. that is a very tough. You you only have a bus, right? I mean, you only have a bus, and it's kind of the opposite side of the park, so it takes a while um, for yeah. that stretch. So that one, I, I guess, I could completely understand the other ones. You do have a lot of like monorails in the Skyliner now, and the buses are still very convenient. Um, yeah. so it's there up to certain you, moments but... where you want to go to like, I wonder, and I don't have the answer to this question, so we'll have to do some research and get back to everybody on this, but I wonder, do you, can you use it from like, if you wanted to go from Dak Lodge to like boardwalk, can you like use it between oh. resorts? I bet you could. Yeah, I'm pretty because that, I bet you could. that would be convenient because that is not easy to do. Like if I'm at good point. If I'm at if I don't have like the monorail or the skyliner and I'm at Animal Kingdom Lodge and want to get to a place like Boardwalk, it I would have to do all kinds of transportation just to get there. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I will personally research that and I'll bring it up in the next happy stuff. Yeah, that's a great point, especially if you're with like a group of I don't know, say like our team like did another trip. I mean, if yeah. we're all just splitting 10 bucks or something to do it, it might right. be worth saving yourself an extra 45 minutes to yeah. an hour of maybe waiting for another bus as you, you know, hop on. And it's, that would be, it takes good point. bar hopping at the, not that I really do much of this, but it takes bar hopping at the resorts to a whole other level because True. you, yeah, you have transportation to get you there. So yeah. Interesting good point. I'll get good back point. to everybody on that for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Next thing that I had here was over at Epcot. This is super exciting. So cultural representatives are coming back and you're going to see a lot of the news that we go over at least probably the rest of the year. And we've already done so many stories is it's just things are coming back. So we're getting a lot of things that are just like normal again. So it's nothing really new or exciting, but it is when it's been two years since we haven't seen a lot of these things. So um, this one, cultural representatives, obviously Epcot is a, you know, this is huge there. 
Um, but uh, we will have cast members from around the world showcase. Uh, they will be representatives from all their different countries again. So during COVID, uh, they unfortunately had to cancel that program for a lot of those cultural representatives. And in turn, if you've been over to Epcot, you've probably seen a lot of just American people just working at whatever country it is, <laughs> Norway, UK, Italy, whatever it is. Um, and it, it kind of does take away from the show a little bit and the theming. So uh, I think a huge part of Epcot is being able to talk and, you know, just have these great conversations with cast members that are literally from the country because it just adds that unique feel of you already feel like you're in the country and all of a sudden now you really are in like you're engulfed in it. So um, this is going to be really cool. They're going to do it in waves, kind of like phases. Uh, so I guess this is going to start in August of this year. Uh, Germany, Norway, Italy, France, UK, and Canada are kind of the starting point as far as phase one when it comes to the cultural representatives. And then as those uh, the visa restrictions and things get lifted, uh, which hopefully by that point in August will will be better, uh, then we'll start to see different countries come in as well. So. Uh, but just keep that in mind. That's really exciting news. Uh, starting in August, that's going down. So um, definitely, yeah, I exciting. can't wait for this. It adds, like, like you said, it it makes Epcot like walking around World Showcase oh. so amazing. And I can't wait for them to like get here and experience Harmonious, like getting to like see Harmonious oh, in yeah. their native language. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Very good point. Like nature is healing. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then if for any of those people that are interested in that, if you're not listening here from the U.S., uh, just keep that in mind um, that Disney will be inviting uh, those participants that were either uh, cut short on their program uh, or were already accepted and they unfortunately weren't able to come due to COVID. Uh, they will be reaching out to those uh, people first for the first offers, and then they will kind of stretch it out to um general public so there you go all right next thing on the list very very minor i'm not even going to go over the menu change but space 220 uh it's kind of a big deal they just recently opened up uh you know just a what is it a month ago two months ago uh, but they're already going over a menu change which is uh you know and not just like a couple items i feel like it was pretty pretty different menu change so just keep that in mind i know me personally, I went over a lot of like vlogs about Space 220 and what I'd want to order and get. And uh, but it's going to be a little bit different now. So just keep that in mind if you are looking to go and dine at Space 220. I feel like it's been open for six months, Jared. <laughs> Has it really six months? I feel like it didn't it open around October 1st. Oh, wow. Did I, I said two yeah. months, one to two months? <laughs> that seems like just recently. Yeah, time flies, fine, man. Yeah. Gosh, anyway. it is. It's crazy. It's almost April. But yeah. Um, speaking of April, uh, we kind of talked about Easter. Some really cool things happening inside the park or at the resorts and inside the parks. But another uh, fun thing that always happens uh, around that time is Earth Day at Animal Kingdom. So they will they come out with some really cool things um, that, again, Animal Kingdom usually tends to always do this for Earth Day. Uh, but April 18th to the 24th, mark your calendars there for that. They'll be doing a lot of fun special events um, throughout the park. Uh, they will have a special Disney character cruise taking place on the Discovery River. 
so I know if you kind of hang out on the Discovery Bridge, I think that's what it said. That would be the best spot to kind of see that. I don't know like what they're going to do for the characters. I don't know if they've come out with that information yet, but uh, just keep that in mind. If you're a fan of the characters, great little opportunity there. Uh, you can also earn an Earth Day nature badge uh, if you participate with the Wilderness Explorers, which, again, is something different. I know a lot of people like to do that sort of thing. Kind of a fun, unique, uh, unique item to get if you're if you're just looking to get something like that. And then speaking of badges and pins, they there will be a limited edition trading pin, uh, Earth Day 2022 trading pin that you can buy there at the park as well. Um, they will also have special snacks, beverages. I saw a little list of things. They look really good, uh, but it's going to be it's they usually go pretty hard for it. That's kind of like their holiday when it comes to the year. Yeah. So and it also uh, falls on like Animal Kingdom's birthday, because I'm pretty sure Animal Kingdom yeah. opened on Earth Day. It did. Um, we went last year and it wasn't they didn't do as many things last year because, you know, things were so different. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And we I remember just being able to like, I don't know, it, you feel like you appreciate Earth more at Animal Kingdom. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe we'll have to do a YouTube video for that one. We'll Stay be there. Tuned. Let's do it. That's yeah. a good one. I'll have to mark my calendar back here. But All right, cool. And then just a couple other things that I have here. So this is really exciting. Uh, and a really cool event, I will say, is H2O Glow After Hours returning to the Typhoon lagoon water park uh so this is taking part starting memorial day weekend may 28th through august 27th uh you can actually uh tickets can be purchased by resort guests first starting on march 29th which is basically tomorrow uh, when we're recording this and then public can start to buy tickets april 1st so not too much um farther in advance but uh yeah a really cool event they do a lot of fun entertainment character opportunities it's um it's after hours access into typhoon lagoon so it's from eight to eleven o'clock so it goes pretty late for a water park especially um so just keep that in mind and you actually get access into the water park starting at 6 p.m even though the event starts at eight so you actually get a good solid five hours with your ticket purchase and again, just a fun, unique um, events that I promise. I think that one's well worth the price as well. Price is $75 for adults, 70 for children. Uh, Nick, I don't know if you have anything on that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so interested. I love like the night events. Obviously, we did Boobash. We did Very Mary's uh, After Hours. Um, and then I, before the pandemic, we did the Villainous After Hours as well over at magic kingdom every time that i've done a night event it's been amazing so i know that this would be absolutely incredible um the thing that i'm having a hard time with on this is that as an annual pass holder i can add the water park option for like i think it's 99 dollars yeah. to my annual pass and so i don't know i feel like do i add unlimited access for a year to the water park for 99 bucks or do I spend 70 bucks? I, I don't know. I'm struggling with this one. I feel like I, I wish we had AJ's input on this because I feel I like AJ would be able to speak to this more. Maybe she even worked one of these events before. Um, but if you, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good I'm, point for annual pass yeah. holders. It's a little bit 
of a different situation, I think, because I've also yeah. contemplated recently of like, should I do the add on? Yeah. And I think I will ultimately, because I think I'd go a few times at least to just yeah. make it pay for yeah. itself. That's what the difference is. I'm like for locals, I feel like maybe it makes sense to just do the add on. But if you're coming here during the summer and want a break from the parks or would like to like swap one of your park days and just want to do something at night with the family, I feel like it totally makes sense to do it. Yeah. Um, but you know me, I, anything that Disney puts out, I'm there. So. I know. I'm very tempted to to go for this one and get a ticket. But yeah, well, maybe, maybe we'll it sounds like another YouTube video. Maybe we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they do a lot of, I think they do the, the ice cream bars, free ice cream bars, and they do DJ with really cool music. And again, character opportunities. They do fun photo spots. It is. Yeah. A, it's it's an after party like you would see. It in sounds the amazing. Yeah. 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 But but at a water park, which makes it I feel yeah. like even more fun. Yeah. Very true. Um, and then a couple other things. This is uh, more merchandise style. But uh, for you Star Wars fans, the news recently was that uh, the Cal Kestis lightsaber hilt is now available um, at Disney's Hollywood Studios, at Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities, Antiquities in Disneyland, and the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, I don't know much about Cal Kestis. I'm a Star Boy, but I don't really know. I think it's part of a video game, and I don't really play the Star Wars video games. But uh, this was a big deal. I know Hunter Hunter got super excited about this and said he was thinking about buying it. Um, apparently, a really big deal. So for you Star Wars fans that know who that is, um, there you go. That's big news. So you can purchase Speaking that again of Hunter and Star Wars. As people listen to this, if they listen mm-hmm. to this tomorrow, which is Tuesday, Hunter will be checking in to oh. the Star Cruiser. I am so jealous. I'm pumped to see what he can get as far as footage <laughs> and stuff goes. And I just want to hear his honest opinion because, again, we have heard yeah. a lot of things from. Um, we definitely need to have Hunter people, on but... uh, hopefully soon, either next week or when he gets back from his yeah. trip. To give everybody a rundown on the Star Cruiser because I'm tempted to, I was tempted to sneak into his like luggage yesterday when I saw him at Epcot, (laughs) but you know, it'll happen eventually. I'll get in that, I'll get on find a way (laughs) where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, and then last thing I have is just a really quick item. So there is a new hotel that's being built, uh, in the Lake Buena Vista slash Orlando area. It's called the Drury Plaza Hotel, Orlando Lake Buena Vista. Uh, And really exciting for those people that are looking to stay. I think you can book now for reservations like end of October. So I don't think it's opening until really the fall. But this hotel has been added to the list of hotels that will receive the early theme park access. So I know it's all it's it's a lot of the Disney resorts, but then they do have some outside properties as well. This has turned into one of them. So just uh, another fun little option. If you don't, I don't know what the cost will be as far as reservations for this place, but if it's anything cheaper than a Disney resort, which it probably is, um, that's a good option. I know a lot of people like to stay off property and then come to Disney. I mean, if you can get the early access, that's a huge yeah, plus. So that's a huge benefit. I wonder if they'll have, and maybe you know the answer to this, if they'll have transportation to the parks. I know some of the, yeah, quote unquote off property resorts do so. That's interesting to me as yeah. well. A lot of those places, I'm sh- I'm guessing a lot of places that have that access probably. I do would imagine they do. Service. Yeah, but that's cool. Very exciting. There you go. 
It's cool. That's all I have. That's all Nick has. Uh, you know, again, another pretty big week as far as Disney news goes. So thank you for sticking around and listening to us here at the happiest happenings uh, on behalf of Nick Foster, and myself, we hope you have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you all soon. So uh, we'll see you next week. See everybody.